Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I know what you are. Welcome to Where You Been Loca, episode 26. I'm Marissa. And I'm Kayla. And today we are, again, missing Ariana. Um, We have poor planning skills. What else is new? And she is out of town and we just didn't (laughs) record the epilogue. So we're doing it today um, and it is entitled An Occasion. Before we begin, let's find out where the hell have you been, Loca? And what am I drinking? Because we're recording in the morning. I can't believe. Yes. <laughs> yes. What are you drinking this morning? I'm drinking a very fluffy cappuccino. Staying sober. <laughs> At 10 o'clock At in the morning. 10 a.m. Yep. <laughs> um, where have I been? I went out in Westchester over the weekend with Nick and his friends. Fun. It was fun. Um, we went on the Brandywine River, did a little day so float. Fun. And by little, I mean like Six hours. Six hours. <laughs> um, that was also a lot of fun, though. I love a float. I can't believe I, we haven't done one this summer. It actually hurts my feelings. Um, well, but I haven't done really anything this summer because I just feel like I work all the time. I'm sure we could still go in September. It'll still be like the water will still be warm. What else did I do? Oh, and then we went to the cauldron. Yeah. Which was so cute. Oh, I wish Ariana was here to like talk about it with us. I know. But that was fun. I mean, it was... Super cute. Mm-hmm. All the little magic tidbits. Mm-hmm. A little rushed. It was a little rushed. It was. The drinks were good. Yeah. We got the drink from a unicorn head. Yes. And we're, we are not living a cursed half-life. So. No. That we know of yet. I mean, I probably am. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that really just kind of covers it other than working, which nobody cares about. So. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I also worked all. What we? Always, I feel like we were always recording on a Thursday the last couple episodes. So usually for me, I just work. Yeah, th- I think that's the only thing I did is really go to the cauldron and then we went to PHS after. Oh yeah, we did go to PHS. That's Philly. What is it? Horticultural Society. Society. Pop up like beer garden, garden yeah. except it's there all the time. It's not a pop up. It's not a pop up anymore. <laughs> it's just only open for the season. <laughs> yeah, um, and that was really nice. Good times. And then today, you know, I've been up since 6 a.m. Took my little butt to the gym. 6 a.m., my goodness. 
I know. I had only been asleep for five hours. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up at 6 a.m. I was worried that I was going to wake you up. Felt bad. No, but I was sleeping like a rock because I was at work until 1 a.m. Insane. But yeah, I went to the gym this morning. I was a little ambitious. I was going to do abs and cardio and lower body. But abs and cardio really kicked my fucking ass. So I just did that. I did not do lower body. Um, and I came home and I did these notes. And then right after we finish this, I'm going to go to work. It's going to be busy day. A busy, busy day. Already closed my my move and my exercise ring. Already three hours into my 12-hour stand goal. So. so as always, please like and subscribe to us on your preferred podcasting platform. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. You know what? You can leave us a bad review if you want. Spices things up. Yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, so you want to know what? You know you're doing something right when you have a hater. Yeah, that's true. And we don't have, to my knowledge, any haters. Well, they probably don't listen because the haters are probably like hardcore <laughs> into Twilight and they don't like the things that we say about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're delusional. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at where you've been look a pod and Twitter at WYBL podcast. And you can email us at where you've been look a pod at gmail.com. You can follow me on social media at Marissa G and Twitter at Marissa Explains It All. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Kala underscore Dalla and Ariana's on Instagram at Ariana underscore Bar. Yes. And then this is our last episode of this, you know, season one of this book, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to take a little bit of a break. We haven't really discussed how long the break is. Yeah. I mean, we're going to do a book and movie comparison episode Mm -hmm. whether that's going to be out next week probably not yeah i don't know i think we have to confer with ariana yeah (laughs) see when she's back and see uh when we have the time for that yeah so just follow us on the podcast socials and we'll keep you guys updated on yeah when we're making moves again yeah we can't imagine the break's gonna be that long but september is pretty busy for for most of us all yeah so um i'm imagining at least a month i was gonna say do you know what would be nice Hmm. spooky season let's come back in spooky season okay yeah i think we can come back in october yeah that sounds good to me vampires twilight october It all just makes sense. Yeah, it does all make sense. Yeah. So right now, like tentative break is really just a month and like two weeks. So that's not so bad. Not at all. We did get an email last week or about last episode or two episodes ago. Um, it was two, two two episodes episodes ago. ago. We just didn't get the email until after we recorded the last email. Yes. The last episode. episode. (laughs) My goodness. Sorry, I'm multitasking a little bit. So our email, always full of valuable information. Dear Where You Been Locapod, I have been a listener since the first episode and I love your podcast. You ladies are hilarious. I'm looking forward to the next season of the podcast. In Midnight Sun, Stephanie Meyer went into detail about how much of a struggle Edward went through about sucking the venom from Bella because he was worried about losing control and killing Bella. Also, in Midnight Sun, Stephanie went into detail about how Bella arrived at the hospital and how Alice saw the tape and where she really came from. Stephanie really showed how much Edward blamed himself that Bella was in the hospital because of him and how he's starting to see that maybe Bella is better off without him. 
Sincerely, Ashley C. Right. Ashley, thank you for your email. Um, thank you for saying we're hilarious. Yes. <laughs> That's the most crying. important part of the email. No, I'm just kidding. Because um, I like already know I'm like so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, because we did, we were like saying how Edward... Like the episode, like the chapter was just like so blasé. There was no. He was so chill about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say, I'm drinking coffee and water. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank goodness. <laughs> Why can I never remember to say what I'm drinking? Like literally ever. Um. Yeah. So that does make sense. That actually poses like our next question is, and we'll put this on our Instagram, but should we do Midnight Sun next or should we jump into a new moon? So originally... We were going to do Midnight Sun at the very end, like mm-hmm. do the whole series and then do Midnight Sun as kind of like a nice like revisiting of the beginning. Yeah. But then after reading Ashley's email, we were thinking, well, maybe we should do Midnight Sun because it does very clearly have a lot of like yeah, I mean, extra information. But like I don't understand why we get – I mean, I understand because it's from Edward's perspective, but like we get so much more information. I feel like on the whole yeah. story. Well, I also think that she... From ap- his perspective. I think she wrote Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun was published in 2020. Yeah. Much like every other series, YA series that did a yeah. an add-on. Yeah. <laughs> So she first released it. Oh, she. I'm sorry. She first teased it in 2008, but then shelved it after. Oh, she shelved it in 2011 after early chapters leaked. That's right. That's right. So she had at that point already written like the almost the whole series, if not all of it. Right. So she had time to actually flesh out like details that's true which is why it's significantly more involved um i do think we should yeah because breaking dawn which is the last one came out in 2011 november 2011 okay i do kind of think we should jump right into midnight sun really i don't know if i can stomach this exact thing i know i know same but i just feel like the details are going to be fresh and like better for comparison mm. than doing three more books. Yeah. And potentially Brie Tanner. So maybe four, three and a half. Well, I was thinking we do if we, when we do Brie Tanner, Brie Tanner would be last, like the last book we do. Maybe. I don't know. I don't care about Brie Tanner right now, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I don't know. We're going to put a poll on mm-hmm. our Instagram and you guys can let us know. What you think if we should do Midnight Sun next or jump right into New Moon. Yeah. I mean, you guys are the ones listening, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you want to take us into the recap? Sure. So Bella woke up in the hospital after a false fall down two flights of stairs, sent her through a window while she's supposedly visiting the Cullens at their hotel. Renee was there to bring Bella back to their new home in Jacksonville, Florida. Bella wasn't planning on leaving Forks anytime soon, and Renee had her eyes on Edward as the primary reason why. That's sad that that's actually everything that happened in that chapter. Yep. 
And it was so long. Yep. <laughs> it's because they had the same conversation five times. That's exactly right. All right. Here is the summary. Again, because Ariana's not here, I wrote this and it's bad. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's great. Okay. Ready? <laughs> Alice gets Bella all dolled up for a mysterious date between her and Edward, which, much to Bella's dismay, turns out to be the prom. Charlie has entered overprotective dad mode, and subsequently, so has Billy. Bella endures the prom with Edward by her side when a familiar face cuts in. Bella and Edward have questions for each other. That was excellent. I didn't really have a good lead-in into that last sentence, but I needed to, <laughs> we needed to get moving here. All right. Ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go. So, Edward helps Bella into his car, careful of her fancy dress, elaborate hair, and bulking, sorry, bulky walking cast before navigating down the long driveway from his house. Bella, frustrated, asks Edward at one point he's going to tell her what they're doing, and Edward finds it funny that she hasn't figured it out yet, throwing her a mocking smile. Um, and ever the Edward simp, Bella's frustration quickly turns to nervousness while she stares at Edward in a tuxedo because he's just so damn fine. And honestly, babe, I get it. There's <laughs> nothing sexier than a good looking man in a good looking suit. Like, mm -hmm. truly. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. My notes say a fine man in a fine <laughs> suit. And Edward is fine, even though he sucks. Um, so she keeps up the frustrated act. And informs him that she won't be coming over anymore if Alice is going to treat her like, quote, guinea pig Barbie when I do. Which. She's done it one time. Once. <laughs> I'm never coming over again if she's going to keep doing this. Okay. <laughs> she, no, she's not going to. Well, obviously we're going somewhere, Bella. Like, <laughs> yeah. just not like she, you came over and she was like, Edward, I want to hang out with Bella. And just like <laughs> painted you like a whore to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so geez Alice basically spent all day preparing Bella for her mysteriously fancy date doing her hair makeup dressing her in a French designer dress Bella only putting up with it because anytime she complained Alice pulled the quote I have no human memories card it's fucked up <laughs> it's fucked up but Alice knows how to play the game mm -hmm. obviously I would pull that same card come on I mean she could have been pulling it this whole time. She could have been pulling it this whole... But now that she knows, she's like, I don't have any human memories. Yeah. She's Let like, me do this. I don't have any human memories, and it seems like my life beforehand was terrible. I was in an insane asylum for having visions of the future. Well, at least she wasn't hanged. That's so true. <laughs> Burned at the stake. Right. <laughs> Silver lining. Let me do your makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Bella was sure nothing good could come from whatever they had planned that evening, but she did have secret suspicions that she was afraid to put into words, even in her own head. Okay. So if she has these suspicions, mm -hmm. and we know what those suspicions are, mm -hmm. she's sure that nothing good can come of it? Right? I know. I was thinking the same fucking thing. What she wants so badly, she's nothing good could come of it. I think like later in the chapter, it says like my my fearful hopes or something like that. And I'm mm -hmm. like, so you're terrified. Even in the end of this epilogue, she's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, girly. <laughs> Edward, no. Okay. We'll get there. I did when I first, I don't know why this was my first thought, but when mm -hmm. I read that line, 
I thought she was like thinking he was going to propose to her. Wait, so did I. <laughs> I literally, I was like, does she think he's going to, they're going to go like get married or like something? Elope. Like a elope. Yeah, literally elope. And then I was like, no. I was like, I don't think that's it. I was like, but maybe. I haven't read this in so long. Right. And then when I realized, I was like, oh, duh, that makes more sense, actually. <laughs> Way more sense. Way more sense. But yeah, I had the same thought you did. The exact same thought. So her, they're, again, they're still in the car, like on the way to the school. So her thoughts are interrupted by Edward's phone ringing. It's Charlie calling. And it turns out ever since Phoenix, Charlie has become an overprotective dad. On one hand, he now worships Carlisle for saving his daughter and for bringing, you know, going to Phoenix to go after her when I guess Charlie felt like he couldn't. Uh But on the other hand, he fully blames Edward. Because Bella wouldn't have left. He perceives it as that Bella left because because of Edward. Right. Which, I mean, it's not like he did anything to her. No. Her reasoning was just, I love him too much and I don't want to get stuck here. Right. Um, But just you wait, Charlie. Just you wait. If you think you hate Edward now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ever since she came back from Phoenix, Bella now has a curfew and visiting hours. Hmm. Well, didn't mm -hmm. she in the beginning of uh, the book compare living in Forks and like the school and everything, a prison? Prison? Yeah, Yeah. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this is interesting. Yep. So whatever Charlie is saying to Edward on the other end of the phone has Edward like gassed. He thinks it's hilarious. And... uh, she hears him go, she hears him say, like, why don't, why don't you let me talk to him? And she's like, what the fuck? Turns out Tyler's on the other end. They're at Bella's house to pick her up. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Tyler. I know. And Edward informs him that Bella is busy for the rest of forever and he can basically fuck off. But also, like, don't you think Tyler would have, I don't know, mentioned it even in passing? Like, can't wait to be at prom with you. Well, do you remember he was, like, spreading that rumor around the car accident that they were going to prom together? Yeah. No, I, like, understand why he's there. But, like, why did he think he could just never speak one word of and it then just, to like, Bella? just, show up? Like, coming up on the actual prom and just yep. show up. Yeah. You didn't want to talk about like what you guys were wearing, if you guys wanted to like match or like yeah, anything. Yeah, what time he should like, get you. If we're going to take photos. They didn't speak about it. Not one word. And he's like, I'm here to pick you up. I know. Like what if she was there, but like just dressed the way like I'm dressed right now, like in sweats and a tee and, he, and like a towel, a wet towel on her head. And he was like, is that what you're wearing? She would have been like, I don't, what are you even doing? How did you get my address? Right, like even with Edward not in the picture, she would not have been going. No, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) So yeah, Edward is like, Bella's busy and she's going to be busy from everyone except for me for forever. So you snooze, you lose, babe. You snooze, you lose. And this conversation is how Bella puts the pieces together. Edward is taking her to the prom and she starts to throw a fucking fit. (laughs) She's like, does he even know me at all? Why are you taking me to the prom? Like in what world do you think this is a good idea? And Edward is like, grow up, dude. I'm taking you. I would have broke up with him. Be like, no, 
We're no longer together and I'm not going with you. And then he would have been like, that's the right choice, Belle. I'll leave you alone forever. (laughs) That would not have played exactly how she wanted it to go. (laughs) So she's throwing a fit and he's actually like frustrated with her. And he's like, like, you know what? Stop. She's a pain in the ass at all times. Yeah. He's like, not you owe me. Basically. He doesn't say this and it's not even mentioned in the book, but he does. She owes him now at this point. He saved her life. Mm -hmm. She's put him through hell. Yeah. And all he wants to do is take her to a nice dance. A he Something he wants to enjoy. A rite of passage. A rite of passage. You know, Bella's mortified. Not only because she's going to be going to a public dance <laughs> amongst her peers, but also because whatever her suspicions and expectations for their date tonight were, were insanely off the mark. <laughs> And now she's like, oh, my fucking God, how did I not see this? How did I not like, how am I this dumb? Delusional. Delusional. And also like, well, on one hand, she's probably distracted by Edward's gloriousness and his suit and his beauty. You know? Yeah. He could have put a put a corsage on her wrist and she would have been like. You look so handsome. <laughs> are you taking me to the opera? Like, where, where are we going? <laughs> you know. When they arrive at the school, Rosalie's Mercedes is already there, indicating that everybody in the family is there already, which is kind of crazy because I'm assuming none of them were ready. <laughs> at I least mean. Alice wasn't ready before, like, while she was getting Bella dressed. And right right before she gets in the car, it's like at the beginning of the chapter, it says that like Edward had just pinned all these flowers into her hair and now he's like helping her into the car. So I have to assume to not like raise any suspicions that they're going to prom. Alice was probably not dressed. Maybe um, Rosalie and Emmett. I don't think it was meant to be a secret that they were going to prom, though. I think Edward was like. Where the fuck, like, where the fuck did you think we were going? Like, it wasn't a secret. Like, prom is happening tonight, mm. and you're getting all dressed up, and I'm dressed up. Like, I just assume Alice wouldn't, like, get herself all dressed up and ready while she's working on someone else. Right. But my other thought is, they're vampires. They move very they fast. Move fast. So, like, yeah. getting herself ready, done in the Minutes. blink of an eye. Yeah. She's not going to do that to Bella. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Anyway. It is just funny that they're like there already. Yeah. Before in the. Were they leaving the Collins? Yeah. House? Okay. Also, so on that note, Charlie doesn't even get to see her. <laughs> All dressed up. Nope. No, he does not. Rude. They didn't take any pics. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this is the only time they go to prom in any of the books, too. Like, she doesn't go again. Right. I do like it in the movies how they're at her, her house. house and she like clomps down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like Charlie gets to see her. And yeah, like, it's all nice. Also, I do have to mention she is in what what she says is a walking cast, and then later she says that her foot is all plastered up. A walking cast and a and a and a mm. walking cast are two different things. And also, with either of them, you cannot wear a stiletto. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't catch the switch between the boot and the plaster. Yeah. 
Huh. It's something I noticed because I have had to wear a walking boot before. Yeah. When I broke my ankle. Yeah. I mean, like, I definitely know that the difference. I just yeah. like, was not paying attention when she yeah. was like, I'm all plastered up. Yeah. And that, yeah. But also you can't wear a fucking high heel at all. Yeah. No. I like in the movie, she has her little converse on and it's like cute, but. Yeah. Because she can't wear a high she heel. She can't wear a high heel. <laughs> you, those. Whatever. Stephanie's never everybody in a boot. I know. Everybody knows. I even think a smart of somebody who's never had her leg in a boot would know <laughs> that a stiletto is between three and four inches high mm-hmm. and a boot or a cast is not three or four inches high because you need to be able to walk aligned on flat feet. Yeah. So she was definitely hobbling along. Yep. <laughs> so they arrive at the school and Bella is continuing her petulant act because with people around Edward couldn't truly manhandle her out of the car as he maybe would have done if they were alone. She's sitting in the front seat, arms crossed. I'm not getting out and you can't make me. And he tells her that he won't let her go the whole night. And again, Bella's a simp. So she's like, okay, we could go. And he helps her out of the car and they limp towards the school. So cute. So romantic. So apparently... In Phoenix, proms are held in hotel ballrooms, and in Forks, they settle for the school gymnasium, which Bella figures is probably the only room in town big enough for a dance. My question was, I know our answers for the most part. Mm -hmm. I actually don't know your senior prom, but where was your junior and senior prom held? And I figured we could make it an Instagram question. Oh, yeah. For everybody else. But your junior prom... Wasn't it in the cafeteria? Yeah, it was. I was like, this is kind of relatable, but yeah. like we had plenty of other places that it could be done. <laughs> yeah. Our junior prom at the time, um, well, because we were in the new school then. So our junior prom was in the cafeteria, also right outside in the JSL, and then like the courtyard. You could go out into the courtyard. Right. Because we at our high school, the courtyard was enclosed. It was open air, but it was like a big square so with like turf. So right. you could... They had, it was like really cute. They had like a fortune teller. Do you remember? Barely. Oh, they had a fortune teller at our junior prom. I went to your junior prom. Ours was on the tombs. Yours was on the tombs. Which was a good at spot. At the old school. Yeah. Um, Kayla and my high school, it was between my sophomore, I guess at the between her, between Kayla's junior and senior year, the new school went up with, and like our school was like pretty old. So they knocked it down, built a new school. But it used to be like an outside California campus. Yeah, open Mm -hmm. campus, which we talked about in the very beginning of this book. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, So the last year that we had it, they put our prom like on the tombs, which were these like big cement slabs Slabs. just like in the center of the campus. But like that's where people used to like hang out. Yeah, have lunch. Have have lunch there. Yeah. Yeah, just like hang out. It was really sick. But yeah, I remember and it was tented. Your junior prom was tented. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. And then where was your senior prom? My senior prom was at the same place your senior prom was. Camden Aquarium, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. I was actually (laughs) fucking pissed. Chelsea planned the prom. And uh, you know what? She worked smarter, not harder. And she said they did it last year at the aquarium. And so were we. And I was like, can we be original? I mean, it was cool. It was a cool spot. It was a cool spot. But I was like, come on, you guys. Like, we can't do something like cool of our own i mean our other option was citizens bank citizens bank park wait what like yeah. on the field yeah i think 
Ours was the um, the Triangle Club. I don't even know what that is. It's in one of the big high rises in the city, and it's like it's like um, the one where the whole top is glass triangle. Oh yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a pyramid. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, that was the other one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think our like full thing was gonna be on the field. I think it was gonna be in one of those like boxes or whatever oh. and they have like an like a meeting space or something oh but we were going to be allowed to like go down on the field and we were like we're not traipsing all over the fucking stadium yeah like, fair enough like, rather do it at the aquarium yeah the aquarium was a cool spot i'm not gonna lie yeah it was cool can't wait to find out where everybody else's problems were yeah me too so uh, Bella finds the whole setup quite comical with the balloon arches and garlands of twisted crepe paper. She says it looks like a horror movie waiting to happen. Said reference to Carrie. I love that movie <laughs> and that book. I guess Stephanie does too. Edward plays oh, back. Oh, Steph King. <laughs> <laughs> Edward plays back, agreeing that there are more than enough vampires present for such a thing. In the center of the dance floor was a... In the center of the dance floor was a wide gap where two couples whirled gracefully. Everybody else spread wide to the sides of the room to give them space. Bella describes Emmett and Jasper as intimidating and flawless in classic tuxedos. Alice striking in a black satin dress with geometric cutouts showing off her snowy white skin. And Rosalie is Rosalie and really bears no need for a detailed explanation of her perfection. But we get it anyway. And she's in a scarlet dress, backless, Tight to her calves where it flared into a ruffled train and a neckline that plunged to her waist. I said she is so extra and so hot and she's supposed to be like 16. <laughs> I, I know. I actually love it. And when I read this, two thoughts came, came to me. First of all, I don't think that dress would pass dress code. No, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> My other thought was, do you think they get new dresses every time they go to prom? Or do you oh, think they have like they a cache do. of like... 10 and they just like rotate through in my mind they're buying a new dress every year a new dress every year plus i mean they're going to high school like every new decade oh yeah so you know it's gonna be like different fashion different style whatever different trends yeah that's true so yeah they are getting different dresses yeah i would love to see their collection of prom dresses and how it's like changed oh my god instead of the graduation caps it's the prom dresses yeah that's more important But the, how, you can't really explain that. I mean, you, <laughs> well, can, you can kind of explain away like the graduation caps and be like, oh, it's a tradition in our family. Long held every time you graduate. Well, that's like on display, though. Yeah. Not, like they probably have like a display closet, but I don't think like people, people would it. be seeing that. I would want to see it. Like I'm imagining like a celebrity closet where it's like yes. they have all their like costumes and stuff that they've kept from like wardrobes of oh my whatever. Yeah. Anyway. I said she's arguably arguably already the hottest girl in school and now she's got to like dial it up even more and everybody probably fucking hates her. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding? Jessica's probably like <laughs> so mad. I can see her looking at her and then like looking down at herself like fucking bitch. And like or like going to the bathroom and like adjusting her boobs. <laughs> yeah. And, like, trying to like fix her headband and like. Ugh. I would love to know like Lauren's thoughts on the oh, Collins. Oh, on, on the Collins. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like the only thing I care about with Lauren. Well, I <laughs> bet you she was interested in Edward and Edward showed, paid her no mind. I bet you she's probably bitter like Jessica is. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
So Bella being on the side of the vampires in this horror movie playing out in her head offers to bolt the doors so Edward can massacre the unsuspecting townsfolk, anything, she claims, to get out of dancing. <laughs> I said anything, including like killing your friends yeah. and everybody else in town, kill it. just so you don't have to dance. Literally like blowing the Cullen's cover. Yep. Just so you don't have to fucking dance. Just so you don't have to dance. Yep. It was kind of funny, though. I did think that was a funny joke, I will say. It is because it reminded me of when she was, like, on her way to the nurse after, Mm -hmm. like, the blood typing class or whatever. She was like, I'd rather be fucking dead right now. When Edward's, like, walking up, she's like, oh, my God. (laughs) I was like, you're so dramatic. She really is the most dramatic. Which is why I said she's no prom queen, but she certainly wins drama queen. Ayo. (laughs) Edward drags her out to the center of the dance floor with the others who are dancing in a way that did not fit the present time or music. So I imagine they're, like, like waltzing. Yeah. Bella is about to slip into pure panic mode when Edward wraps her arms around his neck, lifts her, and slides his feet under hers, and they take off whirling with the others. Do you think that even with Edward's, like, do you think they look all, all three couples just look amazing and, and no, everyone's like, how's Bella even doing this? <laughs> um, they, I mean, they definitely look like the weakest considering she's, she's on his feet. <laughs> yeah, like she's yeah, not but, actually moving. Yeah, but it's not like he's finding her heavy like he's just well no yeah but there's no like like, like movement and yeah flow. there's no like fluidity people between could tell them. that she's standing on his feet yeah definitely absolutely but they're probably like wow that's so cute i wish i was standing on edward's feet <laughs> <laughs> i would say ew does he have a daddy fetish <laughs> yeah that's what i would say <laughs> great because we're getting into that oh <laughs> so after a few minutes in this waltz bella admits she feels like she's five years old said, great, because before I even read that line, I was thinking this is a little cringe because it just reminds me of young daughters dancing on their dad's feet, uh-huh. which is sweet. Uh-huh. But in this case, it's a little weird and another act of treating Bella like a child. So drink. <laughs> Would love to drink my coffee. <laughs> so even more uncomfy is Edward's response. You don't look five. Ew. <gasps> I would fucking hope not. Like, what? A, no. You could have said literally anything. I was like, can we stop making this pedophilic? <laughs> like, yeah, I just don't want to so talk creepy. about comparing this to a child. I just don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. It's one thing to, like, treat Bella like a child, but this just feels different, and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. <laughs> Bella is just starting to let herself enjoy the dance when Jacob enters the scene in his white long sleeve shirt and tie, his hair smoothed back into his ponytail. Oh, he's a ponytail? I didn't even notice that when we, I read it. It says he's mm-hmm. wearing a ponytail? Mm-hmm. But it does say in his usual ponytail, and I don't think we've ever once mentioned it. I think, <laughs> I think we have maybe gotten the description that he has long hair Yeah, when we first met him on the beach. I actually don't. But I don't actually remember. I think his hair was down. Well, not in a ponytail, but like that's how we know that it's like long, long. I think. But I don't actually don't really remember, I don't remember getting either. a description of Jacob other than like him and his crew yeah i don't i don't actually remember it either that he like looked he looked a little young but like was yeah i'm wondering if like the description was like he had like you know, really nice brown skin as well yeah what. i think that's the only thing like I really remember. the group of them were like really like brown skin with long hair and like whatever like if they got a collective oh, yeah, description maybe. yeah i don't really remember but sam should technically have short hair and he was there so that doesn't check out anyway he crosses the floor towards them looking very uncomfortable. I um, would too. And he's not dressed right. 
Yeah, so I was, I was wondering, like, the long, like, long sleeve shirt. Do you think it's, like, literally just a long sleeve shirt? I or do you it's think it's just, a button down? Oh, in my head, I was quite literally picturing, like, a cotton long sleeve shirt. Same. Or, like, like a, almost kind of fitted because, you know, he's, like, starting to, like, fill to, like, out a fill little out. bit. Yeah, I was not picturing a button down. In the movie, it's a button down. But I think she would have said... A button, button down. down. Yeah, yeah. So this makes me think it's like a long sleeve. Like It's like he had a long sleeve white t-shirt, the nicest one he had, and he just threw a tie around his neck. And yeah. was like, I'm That's only going to be here it. for 20 minutes. Like, uh-huh. yeah. And the tie was like just to get him through the doors. <laughs> yeah. Which, did he pay for a ticket or did he just walk right in? Mm. Good point. Because that 20 bucks that Billy gave him just is a reimbursement for those prom <laughs> tickets. <laughs> yep. Because it's prom. That's true. You think prom tickets are expensive at Forks? They were fucking expensive when we went to prom. Uh, no, I feel like they're not, especially because like... It's just in the gym. It's in the gym. All they did was like balloons and yeah. crepe paper. It was probably like fucking $15. <laughs> I feel like in most movies, it's like $20, $20, $20. I'm like, that's not realistic. I'm like, that's not realistic. It's like $95. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Edward snarls quietly and Bella hisses. I said, we're getting animalistic here. Yeah. <laughs> like, these two make the weirdest fucking noises towards each other or just like in general. <laughs> yeah. Looking apologetic and reluctant, he asks if he can cut in. Bella notices how much taller Jake is compared to the first time she had seen him. So I looked this up and it's been roughly two months since the beach trip. And he is 6'2". And Edward must be about the same because they say like Jacob looks over, but is like matching his eye eyesight. Yeah. 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 He's not looking up at Edward. He's just looking. Like he used to. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's quite the growth spurt, I guess. The two stay, uh, what? No. The two sway awkwardly side to side, his hands on her waist, her hands on his shoulders. I said, classic. This is like middle school, middle school dancing. Yeah. It's like, can I cut in? <laughs> and you just like have your fingers, like not even splayed, like, just, like so just. tight, like together. And like, <laughs> cupped and it's like <laughs> you if you guys don't know what I'm talking about you're lying like you you're lying because the hands like are they're like barely like perfectly on the shoulder bone yeah but like cupped also like arched yeah. a little so they're not like fully touching and the same on the waist it's like awkward like don't know where to touch like fully just like on the hips and you're like especially when you're like a little teen girl you're like oh my god he's touching my hips oh my god it's like too much I'm like I just let me suck in like <laughs> Like, is it making my hips smaller? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and especially to go from like waltzing just to like swaying to, sway. to your class to a stiff sway. Arms length away. <laughs> and Jacob admits that his dad paid him $20 to show up at her prom, and Bella is not surprised. She lightheartedly asks if any of the girls have caught his eye, and he admits that only one has, but she's taken. Now they're both embarrassed, and. Uh, yeah. You know, bold of him. <laughs> I, go, Jacob. Yeah, I mean, like, cute that he said it. But, like, this is not a moment that you can really yeah, get away like, from it at the moment. Like, you started like, off with that exchange. <laughs> well, and also just, like, with what's what he's about to say. He's like, yeah, she's taken. Anyway, my dad has a and message I'm, for you. And, and I'm it, about to tell you to not break, be taken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's break up with your girlfriend. Because I'm bored. <laughs> Billy sent Jacob to the prom because he thinks it's a, quote, safe place to talk to her, which I don't really get, but 
Uh, probably because it's all with a bunch of people, and if Edward's always by Bella's side, then like he's not going to react in a way. Yeah, but, but he like, would do he it not anyway. Just go to Bella's house while she's on house arrest. Would yeah. it not be just as safe there? <laughs> yeah, but then maybe Charlie would overhear. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So uh, Jacob thinks his dad is losing his mind because he, you know, still doesn't believe these things and thinks his dad is just a superstitious just being old a dad. Man. Yeah. Billy offered to get Jacob the master cylinder he needs for his rebuild um, if he passes along a message for Bella. Jacob is worried Bella was going to get mad, but she assures him she won't be mad at him or even Billy. In her head, Bella is actually relieved that Jacob doesn't believe any of this. And he admits that Billy wants Bella to, quote, please break up with her boyfriend. Because <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> Apparently, Billy was, quote, over the top when Bella got hurt in Phoenix. He didn't believe dot, dot, dot. But it didn't believe what? The story? Like, I, I actually fully believe, did not understand that sentence. I think, well, I think as a reader, we can assume that Billy think Billy doesn't believe that she's still human. But Jacob doesn't know that like so he's gonna be like well he doesn't believe like i don't know what he didn't he didn't believe it like didn't so we think that jacob he doesn't believe he's human she's human yeah and maybe jacob thinks he didn't believe the the story story, or or that edward didn't have anything to do with her getting hurt yeah i think i think jacob is confused at what billy doesn't believe but as readers (laughs) we know that Billy probably doesn't believe that she's human and that she like it was an accident and that, you know, the story and the state of her body. Right. OK. Which is also probably why he said Bill, um, Jacob to see her at the prom. Make sure she's human. Yeah. Not that Billy. I mean, not that Jacob knows that, but. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to tell yet. Well, right. he'd be able to see that she's like different and cold i'm sure when he gets home billy's gonna be like well how did she look how did she feel how did she move like yeah and then he's gonna be like can you shut the fuck up you're being he's weird gonna be like, she was in a fucking cast dad i don't know she was wobbling <laughs> around everywhere <laughs> bella tells him she fell and accuses billy of thinking edward had something to do with her getting hurt which technically he's not, not wrong, wrong. Now she's angry despite promising not to get angry and she insists without Edward and his dad she would have been dead right now. But I said not according to their story because if they weren't there she she never would have gone to the hotel and fell down the stairs and through the window. So it only checks out in terms of like the vampire story. Yeah. Because otherwise she would have just been at home in Phoenix not going anywhere. Yeah. So plot hole. Yes. Bella apologizes for Jacob having to do this, but is glad he will get the parts he needs for his car. But wait, there's more. Reluctantly, Jacob adds that Billy said to warn Bella that they'll be watching her. Jacob has no idea what that plural means, but Billy is referring to the pack. Or at least that's what I assume. Yeah. And Bella laughs. She thinks this sounds like something out of a mafia movie. And I said, she is a movie buff, this epilogue. <laughs> <laughs> like, really into these movie stories. Yeah, truly. She wants Jacob to tell Billy thanks that she knows he means well. The song ends and Bella immediately drops her arms. Jacob offers another dance or to help her get somewhere, but Edward interjects. Jacob apologizes to Bella again and heads out. Bella and Edward resume dancing. Bella tries to defend Billy, but Edward's problem is with Jacob, not his father. 
for two really lame reasons. One, he made Edward break his promise of not letting go of Bella all night. Okay. Okay, sure. Two, he called her pretty, which Edward considers an insult to her beauty. And, okay, so this would have been like a prime opportunity for Edward to read Jacob's mind and know that Jacob has... The he's mad at Jacob because Jacob has a crush on Bella, not because, yeah. not because of those stupid reasons. Whatever. I mean, well, I don't know that he would have revealed that to Bella at this point, but yeah, I don't think he would say anything. Not because he looks at Jacob as like competition or a threat, mm-hmm. but you know, as much as Edward says that she, he wants her to live a normal human life. She could have that with with Jacob Jacob. and she's actually closer with Jacob than she is with Mike. So maybe there's like a little part of him that's like, this could be a problem. So I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but also, though, he knows that Jacob, he knows that Jacob is descended from werewolves. So he couldn't. Yeah, but he can still offer her more of a human life. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. All right. So Edward resumes twirling be- twirling with Bella, and she asks him if he has a reason for bringing her to the prom. He considers her question and twirls her through the crowd in the gym towards the back exit. So I literally just picture him spinning them in a line <laughs> all the way to the door. And on their merry-go-round path, Bella sees Mike and Jessica dancing. Angela, quote, blissfully happy in the arms of little Ben Chaney, <laughs> a head lower than hers. So fucking rude stuff. Aww. Why did that have to be? Yeah. I mean, good for Angela for not caring about height. Well, she's also in heels, too. So maybe they're like, I mean, her heels aren't that tall, but. Yeah, but it is cute. It is just like little Ben Chaney, rude. Yeah. Um, Lee and Samantha. Again, I wrote, who the fuck are Lee and Samantha? I'm assuming it's two kids from the beach trip, but like so random. Literally, Lee so sounds familiar. I think from the beach trip. I, th- I think I they're both the from the beach, tri- beach trip. But like, who the fuck? They don't. Whatever. <laughs> mean girl Lauren, as well as Connor. So she sees all these people on her little twirling path to the to the door. And as soon as they exit the gym, Edward scoops her up into his arms, carries her across the grounds and to a bench in the shadows of the trees. And then he keeps her cradled to his chest as they sit to chat. So drink because he's holding her like a baby. (laughs) So Edward starts waxing poetic, quote, no matter how perfect the day is, it always has to end. And Bella reminds him that everything has to end to which Edward sighs. And if I were her, this is the time I would think he was about to break up with me. She's so panicked every other time that he's going to leave her or like, that she, yeah, she's so panicked that she thinks he's going to leave her. Yes. Yeah. But this doesn't strike any fear in her heart or in her mind. He's like, everything has to end. Oh, it's twilight. Even the most perfect day. Everything has to end. And she's like, yeah. not everything has to end. We're together forever. And he's like, are you fucking ca-? I would be like, are you about to break up with me? Yeah. I mean, that does make sense as like a train of thought for her. But I, I think she's thinking like how I read it, which is like another reference to Twilight. And like, I know because it does at the beginning of the quote is like, oh, Twilight again. Yeah. Oh, stupid. Mm. It's literally dumb. And it's like, I just, 
that reference doesn't make sense for the Collins. So like, I don't understand why they, he keeps making that reference. Like you don't live in the dark. So yeah, like you go out during the day. Yeah. Twilight means nothing to you. Yeah. Are most people sleep at night so you can be fast, speedy vampire you? Sure. But you go out in the day. That's why you live in Forks. Right. Ridiculous. Anyway, Edward tells Bella that he brought her to the prom because he doesn't want her to miss any aspect of her human existence. Quote, I want your life to continue as it would have if I died in 1918 like I should have. And Bella makes an excellent point here, asking in what parallel universe would she be going to the prom? The only reason she's there now is because of him. And the only reason she's actually enjoyed herself is because he held her close all night. Which, duh. She does have a point. She has a point. Um, Edward is quiet for a minute contemplating this or maybe his cursed existence. We don't know. Mm -hmm. And then he asks her if she'd tell him something truthfully. (laughs) Yeah. Edward wants to know what exactly Bella thought he was dressing her up for. (laughs) And as expected, Bella instantly regrets agreeing to this conversation and doesn't want to tell him. Mm Mm-hmm. He thinks it's out of pure embarrassment that she doesn't want to say, but really she's worried it will make him mad or sad. She tells That's him, a red flag. Yeah, I mean, you should be able to talk about anything, anything, even if it's like something crazy and silly like that. Yeah. She tells him she figured it was, like I could understand them, her actually not wanting to because she's embarrassed. she's embarrassed. Like that makes more sense. That's yeah. not a red flag. But yeah. if you think he's going to be pissed or like. Mad or sad, that is a red flag for abuse. I'm just saying. Yeah. She tells him she figured it was for some sort of occasion, but never imagined it would be something so lame and human like prom. Edward picks up on this and Bella rushes through her thought, telling him she had hoped he changed his mind and was going to turn her. Anger, pain, and then amusement cover Edward's face. He mocks her for thinking such an event would be a black tie occasion. (laughs) (laughs) It is like pretty funny. It's very, that would be very ceremonial. Well, that's what, like, so my next point was that she is, like, romanticizing this whole idea mm-hmm. of becoming a vampire mm-hmm. while Edward thinks it's, like, a cursed, doomed to hell, like, your life is over, your soul is gone, like, yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, it's beautiful, and it's a black tie affair. Yeah, she's like, I don't know what the customs are. Yeah, she's like, I don't know how these things work. Yeah. Like, they don't. Like, this is, no. It's like, you could just turn it any time, like. <laughs> but. Like, using common sense here, I don't understand why she thinks it's a black tie affair when Carlisle turned in a sack of rotten potatoes, <laughs> Esme at the bottom of a cliff after committing suicide, Yep. Rosalie beaten or near no, Ro- death. Um, Esme made it to the morgue. Okay. I'm sorry. That's fair. She was in a morgue for hers. <laughs> after being at the bottom of a cliff. <laughs> yes. Rosalie was beaten near death in the streets, though she was probably dressed to the nines, yep. but that's just Rosalie. She definitely was. Emily. Uh, Emily. <laughs> 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 Emmett likely in backpacking gear and Edward probably in a hospital gown. But no, Bella gets a black tie affair <laughs> for her turn. Like, I just don't understand. Bella's like, there's going to be a cocktail hour and then I'm going to have a nice sip of alcohol and Edward's going to take a sip of my blood and then I'm going to be rested on a chaise longue and and turn for three days and be beautiful in a gown. Yeah, but like, and I think she really does think, which I get to this point again later, but like she thinks it's going to be something like Romeo and Juliet where she's just peacefully laying there waiting to turn. But I'm like, girl, you just got bit a month ago. It's not peaceful. (laughs) Like, she's fucking delusional. She's so crazy. A black (laughs) (laughs) 
Bella admits that she doesn't know how these things work, but it's not funny and she's very serious. I'm so serious. I'm <laughs> Bella and I'm serious. I thought I was wearing a black tie dress for a, a, a turning ceremony. Why'd you take me to the prom? <laughs> Edward returns to pain in his eyes again. And then Stephanie hits us with the book title name drop again. Quote, so ready for this to be the end, he murmured almost to himself, for this to be the twilight of your life. Though your life is barely started. You, your life is barely, barely started. started. <laughs> you're ready to give up everything. Your life is barely started. You're ready to give up damn near everything. The twilight of your life. <laughs> Jasper? <laughs> it's like the Canadian one I did last week. <laughs> eh? <laughs> the East Coast? <laughs> Excuse. I'm sad. Bella doesn't see this as the end, though. She sees it as the beginning. Sad boy Edward claims he isn't worth it. Edward purses his lips, and his eyes were probing. Throwback. He asks Wait, her. Throwback to what? Oh my god! Do you not remember the whole ordeal we had over probing? <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Sorry, like, I fully. I think I blacked that out. <laughs> Stephanie, uh, I think is really into that word. He asks her if she's ready now, and then she's like, um, yes. She's like, well, I'm all dressed up. Yeah, but, like, she seems hesitant now. I'm yeah. like, girl, do you want it or not? Like, and then you were scared of whatever she, we talked about literally 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Like, she is so sure of it, but she's also like, um, I don't know. <laughs> the only thing I could say in her defense is that she is in a public place. Um, like anybody could see and she's well yeah yeah so like that's the only thing but that doesn't that thought doesn't even cross her mind no in this she's just like nervous right because i do make that point in like a couple lines too he goes in for this his typical jawline lip brushing move and asks her again and her answer is still yes despite being completely rigid and her hands balled into fists and breathing erratically actually you know what i think this is kind of hot i think what edward is doing is like hot and playful and whatever mm-hmm. but her being like stiff as a board and like holding her fists and whatnot i'm like that's that doesn't sound like sexy to no, me that sounds no, no, like no, no, she's no, no, no. afraid of what's about to happen but yeah. like she wants it but yeah she's bracing herself right right right, right. no i totally agree he's trying to be like okay are you ready like here we go and he like puts his little face near her yeah. jawline which always makes her like <gasps> Okay. Yeah, that's like their favorite spot for each other. It's yeah, the jawline, the jawline with his nose. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Edward pulls back in amusement and mocks her for believing he would give in so easily. And I said, yeah, like in the middle of a crowded prom. Yeah. Like I know they're outside, but like it's not going to be subtle when she's screaming in pain, saying, "Put out the fire!" They're going to yeah. be like, "Fire at the prom!" Yeah. <laughs> People are going to come outside, and she's going to be convulsing on the ground, and he's going to be like. Yeah, and if someone hears anything about fire, someone's calling 911 and their fire station's showing up. Yeah, (laughs) and so is Charlie. And then there's more panic, and then Bella has to be gone missing for three days. Like, yeah, she's an idiot. I said, why the fuck does she think it would be totally cool for her to just go through the change in a gym full of other people, knowing that the pain from James before was just like fully excruciating? Yeah. Again, this is not Romeo and Juliet. You're not going to lay there like cute and calm and beautiful. She claims a girl can dream, and Edward wonders if being a monster is what she really dreams about. But she corrects him that she really dreams about being with him forever. Edward softens and saddens at this. He tells her he will stay with her, hoping that's enough. And she says it's enough for now, 
then tells him that she loves him more than anything else in the world and hopes that's enough for him. To which his response is, quote, enough for forever. Edward leans down to once again press his cold lips to her throat. And that's it. That's a cliffhanger. Woo! But it's like not really a cliffhanger because we already know. Yeah. But we know that he doesn't turn her right now. So is this, quote, enough is forever his first budge in like even slightly considering or is it like forever as in Bella's mortal forever and his immortal forever and like knowing even when she's gone she'll still be the one and like I think that's I think it's the second one I don't think mm -hmm. he's budging yet I don't think he would have budged unless unless she was dying like dead like fully yeah like in a you know I think it was just a way to make it seem like it could possibly happen so she's like Edward's gonna say enough for forever, for forever and then put his lips on her neck and maybe he's gonna do it yeah maybe he's gonna just take a little nip <laughs> a nip her carotid <laughs> all right so let's get into the trailer episode questions that we are revisiting um we are obviously not doing all of them over just the ones that are relevant and ariana has submitted her answers in as well so we will be sharing those while we answer our own yeah I'm excited. I'm excited also. So after reading this first book, do you love to hate it or hate to love it? Okay, I definitely have a change of heart here. (laughs) I love to fucking hate these books. (laughs) The books are not good, but I do still hate to love the movies. I 1000% agree with that. I'm in the same boat. Fuck these books. (laughs) They're so bad. They're literally so bad. And at the end of the book, I was like briefly looking at the um, the acknowledgments. And it's like, oop. it's like, thank you to my editor, Megan, who like made this book way better than what it was before. And I was like, <laughs> oh, are you no. smoking crack? This is better than it was before. This is garbage. And Megan, you did a bad job editing because there are so many things that could have been taken out. Do you think it's Caius's girlfriend, Megan? <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> well, Ariana's response was love to hate it. Didn't realize how trash of a story it actually is. Would be way better with a different author. Yes. Oh, my God. I agree. <laughs> so that said, what are your thoughts and feelings on Stephanie Meyer? <laughs> oh, my God. They haven't changed. <laughs> they definitely haven't changed. I think I still think that she had a good idea. I think that it was executed poorly. I think this. Mm-hmm. I think she could have done so much better. I've said this on several episodes. Like, if the story was actually like this or if they took it this way, like, this could have been excellent. Mm -hmm. So my thoughts and feelings on Stephanie Mayer is that she is – she was lucky. Subpar. She was was in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. That's what I think, personally. I mean, I agree. I said – just, just straight up disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> I agree there was a lot of potential for the story. Even mm-hmm. even if keeping it PG. Like if that, you know, you're keeping it YA, that's fine. But she created such a unique style of vampire. Yeah. But she could have taken it like with darker twists and turns. And yeah. it still would have been an edgier story. Yeah. And I mean, we've said too many times that she never fleshed out her world or her characters. Like there's so much more yeah. That she could have given us. Yeah. To just tie it in a little better. Yeah. I think she just rushed the writing process altogether. Uh-huh. And in doing so, like, lost a lot of what 
she could have made it excellent. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So Ariana says that Stephanie needs to do more research and stop using the same adjectives ten, adjectives ten times over. <laughs> yes, thank you. She also needs to get a little more creative and expand on actual events rather than write the same day twice over. And I agree. I sort mm-hmm. of got. If I never had to hear about that dance ever again. I'm over the dance. I'm stuck on that stupid conversation we had in the hospital for an entire oh chapter five yep. times in a row. Terrible. Yeah, I agree. I just, there was a lot more that could have been. The story really could have been excellent, and I think that she dropped the fucking ball. Yeah, I, I think she just rushed it. Yeah. She was like, I had this dream. Got to get it on paper. Get it out the door. Moving on. Yeah, like work on it. I do have a feeling that Midnight Sun, I mean, she she put that to bed for nine years. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be really good. I remember really enjoying it. I, yeah, the, when I read the leak, I was like, oh, this is great. So I'm hoping that the rest of it, like the rest of it that she actually like. Isn't it thick too? It's thick. It's yeah. really thick. It's way thicker than the than um, the one we have, like the original. Yeah. So at this point, are you team Edward or Jacob? <sighs> I'm flipping. And I'm going to say team Jacob. Mm-hmm. I originally said Edward and called Jacob a perpetual sad boy, but I was mistaken. (laughs) (laughs) Edward is quite literally a perpetual sad boy. So yeah, sure. He's a like monster doomed to hell and like has a reason to be all sad and he doesn't deserve love and all that boohoo shit, but he's controlling, he's manipulative and deceitful. Jacob is only a sad boy Mm -hmm. because he loves Bella Mm -hmm. and like wants to help her Mm -hmm. and save her and be with her and all that good stuff but mm-hmm. Bella's not in a place to receive that <laughs> and I don't know I know he's gonna be like wildly annoying in new moon and I'm gonna fucking hate him then too mm-hmm. so realistically I'm team fucking nobody yeah but I think I'm gonna say Jacob because his sad boy is like a little more palatable yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's what I'm going with um, I'm also flipping. <laughs> I was team Edward and now I'm team Jacob. And that's because we got 10 pages of Jacob in this entire book. <laughs> right. So he is the best option right now. <clears throat> it's amazing that we like the person who's not in the book. I know. So like next book, we don't get any Edward, Edward and, and we're, we're going like- <laughs> to get, and I'm going to be like, Jacob, you suck. But yeah. for all the reasons that you said, like, I, I agree. I mean, the last, especially the last couple of chapters, I was really going in on Edward. Like, yeah, he just. I mean, he kind of was like not cool in the beginning, but it was more like I found more reasons to like defend his love and interest and protection over Bella. But the yeah. further it went on, I was like, dude, you got to go. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, he's just very it's very controlling. And I, I want to say I get it, but also, like, no. It's well, just, yeah. It's it's speaking abusive almost. Yeah. Like, you know. They, mm. both, I, they both have an unhealthy obsession with her. But I think. It's because Jacob's, Jacob's love is slightly is like healthier. Un- <laughs> yeah. Jacob, it's he's got a big, fat, stinking crush on her. Yeah. And then she comes to him as a friend and they build this really beautiful friendship and they do all these things together and he has loved her that whole time and he thinks like oh she's finally like coming back to herself and like that's because of me and like maybe she loves me too now and like 
how amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel at this point for Jacob and, like, why he loves her. Like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Whereas Edward, he doesn't help Bella be better. He He's just, Aaliyah. Yeah. Ed, Jacob's Aaliyah. Yeah. Poor things. I know. So who is your favorite character of the series? Wait. Yes. We have to give Ariana's oh. response. Oh, I forgot. My bad. And also I skipped a question. Please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so Ariana is sticking with her team, Jacob. She said, Edward is a control freak this whole book. Not sure if my opinion will change after reading New Moon, but due to the lack of Jacob in this book, I would much rather him than Edward. Agreed. So a little more substance to her answer than he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, he's so hot. <laughs> I love it. Um, who is your side ship? Are we doing people who are paired or whatever you want? Rosalie and Emmett. Rosalie okay. and Emmett are my side ship. Okay. I know the first time I said it was um, the dads. Mm-hmm. It still is. Mm-hmm. But like if we're just going traditional characters who are paired together, it's Rosalie and Emmett. I okay. love them. I love Emmett. I love Rosalie. She's everything I want to be. A hot bitch. <laughs> and Emmett is everything I would love to be with. Mm-hmm. A goofy, lovable brute. <laughs> love that. It's my type. Okay, I like it. I'm sticking with Charlisle. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, they both mean well. They both love their families. They're mm-hmm. both hot. They both like do what they got to do. Mm-hmm. Both protective in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so... I'm sticking with them, but I do. I was having a hard time if I wanted to stick with them or go Rosalie and Emmett because Mm -hmm. they are. I like that. Like Rosalie is like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you guys. And Emmett's like, babe, like, okay, I agree. But also like I do kind of like or like they have a healthy like collision kind of between them. I agree. And then my other thing was Alice and Jasper because they're like fucking perfect and cute and amazing. I know. They are perfect for each other. I like them in a different way that I like Emmett and Rosalie because Jasper and Alice kind of like they're sort of like Edward and Bella where they like move as one. They Mm -hmm. agree on everything. They Mm -hmm. are just like one perfect, cute little couple. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other two are a little more realistic, a little more like. Yeah. Headbutting. Yeah. I agree. What's Ariana think? Um, so Ariana is also team Charlisle and she's jumping on the bandwagon for some awesome dads. I don't remember who her, do you have it written down? Her, her original side ship was. It might be in the old file. Oh, in the old file. Um, but I think she said, didn't she say Jessica and somebody or she was like, she was like, I, I guess I like the side character relationships because like. They're just laid out for us or something like that. Like, yeah, <laughs> I do. Maybe. Wait, I'm going to I'm going to go into our trailer episode notes really fast and see. Um, oh, it's not in the folder. Hold on. I mean, I know. I oh, f- she doesn't have them in here. We don't have our answers in here. She yeah, I think we written. all did them separately so that mm-hmm. we didn't see each other's responses. Yeah, true. All right. Yeah. Well, Charlisle, I am still team Charlisle, but mm-hmm. for me, it is Rosalind Emmett. I just love them together. Yeah, I like them. All right, who is your favorite character of the series? Okay. I still do love the Clearwaters, every single one of them. <laughs> I always will, but that's not my answer this time. I'm joining the Alice cult. Yeah. Yeah, she just, like,
like so warm and accepting and she's like sweet and charming and intelligent. I mean, she like solves the whole fucking problem at the end of the series and like goes off on her own little adventure. Yep. And she just wants the best for everybody at all times. Yep. So like. And she's, she's a little, cute. and she's a little sneaky, which we love. Yeah, she's like sneaky. She's a little like she's like a little fairy. Yeah, and it's just yeah, I like her. I like her a lot. She was like very cool about Bella. She's like we're gonna be best friends. Like mm-hmm. yeah, she can see the future and she knows that. Mm-hmm. But you know, she's but like, I think she does genuinely like want that. And feel yeah, that. yeah. She's like oh, I have a human friend. This is so cool. Yeah, she's I love like, this. Oh my god, I've been waiting to have a BFF forever. Rosalie is so not my BFF. <laughs> <laughs> and even in like. I don't know if this is a movie as I'm, I assume it has to come from like somewhere, but when is, I think it's in new moon. Yeah. When she comes back mm-hmm. because she thinks Bella's dead mm-hmm. and whatever. And she runs into Jacob in the house and it's the three of them. She's even like cool about it. I mean, she's like, you need to put the fucking dog out, mm-hmm. but she's not like crazy. Yeah. She's like understanding. She's like, okay, fine. He can go outside and then She's we like, can talk. He stinks. Please get him out of here. Yeah. Whereas like Rosalie would be like, absolutely the fuck not. Like make it a whole fucking scene. Yeah. Edward, same. Like, I just like the way she carries herself. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm, yeah, I was, a, I was team. My favorite character was Alice before. It was mm-hmm. Alice and Rosalie. Mm-hmm. And that has not changed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For good reason. For good reason. And I don't have to explain myself because you did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think Ariana's original response was also Alice. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was Charlie. Was it Alice? I think she agreed with you. Oh, did she? Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Would have helped if I listened to the trailer episode before we did this, but time crunch. part, Part of the fun. Um, but her answer now is Charlie. He is such a good dad and truly wants the best for Bella. He gives her space while making sure she is okay at the same time. It's the little things that Charlie does that warms my heart and reminds me of my own dad. Mm, Cute. Me too. Yeah. Charlie is a good dad. Yeah, and a good he character. Is. Um, would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? Vampire. It's for probably all the same reasons. Yeah, like as, uh, that was your original answer. That was my too. original answer. Yeah, I all of the same reasons. I just, you know, I want to be immortal, bitch. I want to live forever. Would I be so sad to have my family and friends die around me? A thousand percent. Who and wouldn't? like any new connections that you make are always gonna. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I would love the luxury of time. Same. My answer is also vampires for the same reason. I mean, I don't necessarily need to live forever. Like. I don't really care so much about the immortal aspect of it, but I like the time that comes with being immortal yeah. so that you can see the world, you can explore, you can learn everything there is to learn. Yeah. Like, and also kind of like what we were talking about with prom, like watch how the world changes yeah. around you throughout the years. Like yeah. that would also be really fucking cool to see. But same, an- that was my same answer as last time, but I also then was like, I don't want to have to like drink blood and all that like that. It's not like mm. really my vibe, mm-hmm. but I guess like I would, I would want to live like the Cullens, like vegetarian style, even though I love all the cute little critters, but like a human, ew, no, thank you. And also just like, I would want to live among society. Yeah. So like I would want, I would want to have a relatively normal life. Yeah. Agreed. I would, yeah, I would want to have a Cullens existence. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, I want to be beautiful. Yeah. I want to be ethereal looking. And you know what? I would probably spend a lot of my time on a little private island. I would have my own private island as well mm-hmm. because I want to be able to, I still want to be able to go in the sun when yeah. I want to. So like I want to be able to up and leave and be like, all right, fuck this. I'm done with forks for a little while. Like, yeah. Going to go sit in the sun. Got to go take a beach vacay. Yeah. 
Um, do you know what I was thinking about earlier? <clears throat> earlier in the chapter, it says when when they were getting in the car or when they got out when they got out of the car at school, she like looks across to the west again with the fucking directions. But she looks across to the <laughs> makes west. Makes more sense for outside at least. But. Sun peeking at peeking out, and I'm like, I had a thought. What if like it's supposed to be a cloudy day, and then all of a sudden you have a random spot of sunshine? What do they do? What do they do? Tuck tail and run, duck and cover. Probably just, I mean, for most of the time they're in school, right? So if they see that the sun's like peaked out, they probably just stay in whatever building they're in and like just skip their next class or something. Yeah, true. Roam the halls until they can get outside. Fair enough. Mm. That's what I would think. I mean, it was fine in this epilogue because it was twilight. And yeah. setting. Yeah. So it didn't really matter, but I think that was the point of the sun was like, you know, mm. peeking out peeking and dipping out. below and Fair whatever. Enough. All right, so um, Ariana said that she would rather be a werewolf, which because it's you're much more carefree and in control. I also don't think I would want to live forever. That's that's funny. That's quite the opposite of what we said, but that so was her original in, mm-hmm. answer as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, she also said it's like more of a normal life. Yeah, which I understand because I said I want as normal of a life as possible. Being a vampire, like I would still want to be able yeah. to like go out and do things. Yeah. Um, what would your vampire superpower be? I'm keeping mine. The elemental manipulation. Yeah, that's sick. It's just so cool. So cool. I love that. And like being outside and all that good stuff. Like it just seems perfect for me. Yeah, it does really seem perfect for you. I think originally I said, because I was like forgetting about all the other vampires. Like you originally said Edward. I did. His mind reading. And then you, I know what you changed it to. I actually, I remember, I think I said I liked, um, the, the, the zapping, electricity. Yeah, the, ele- the electricity. Oh, the yeah. Yeah. From like, I, not Irina, but whatever her sister's name is. So, Kate? No. Maybe other, it is. It's not Kate. It is. Oh, no, it's not Kate. Wait, maybe is it? it is. I don't, I don't know. know. We had the it same. We never figured it out from when you first said this answer. So. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. I did. And then I switched it to that. Um, I, uh, but you know. I feel like there are so many un- unmentioned vampire superpowers from this, like, world. I don't even know what I would want. Who are they? It's Irina, Kate, and... I'm trying to figure out. Tanya? Tanya's the leader. Ta- Tanya, Kate... Yeah, I think it's Tanya. I think it's Tanya's, but regardless. It yeah. is Tanya. Yeah, I guess I'll stick with my answers only because I really can't think of anything else. Truly. Um, yeah, I can't think of what everybody else's were. I guess we'll find out eventually. Uh, Ariana <laughs> <laughs> said mental math considering the amount of time I have to work while recording. LOL, but in all seriousness, I think mine would be something related to being a tracker. Wouldn't want to be like James by any means, but I tend to take in my surroundings quietly and soak up everything around me, even though it may not seem that I am paying attention at all. I would imagine a tracker has a similar ability. That's a good answer. Yeah. And she also said like with her career, like she would be interested in like FBI work and like tracking criminals through money and stuff. So like I feel like she's into that. Yeah. Love it. All right. Well, that is a wrap on the final episode of Twilight Book One. Oh my goodness. 
We did it. We did it. Thank and you. you guys did it. And you, and you guys <laughs> did it. Shout out. Um, so thank you guys so much again for listening and sticking with us these past 26 weeks. And we will catch you in October. It's literally been six months. I know. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> Almost to the day. We dropped on February 20th. Oh, my God. We recorded Almost. on the 17th, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's we're literally one day past our first recording day. My goodness. All right. Yeah. Uh, see you in a month. <laughs> see you in a month, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bella. Where the hell have you been? Yeah. Why do I care what Alice and um, Rosalie are wearing to the prom? I literally don't. Oh, I do. Oh, that's the I know, but I didn't even mention it in my second. <laughs> like, I, it's just superfluous to me. We never did our puzzle. Yeah. We should do that. We should do it and then, like, blow it like people do and then frame it. <laughs> We'll save it for the winter when we get like snowed in one day or something. That oh my god, fun. yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.